Tonight, Joaquin Phoenix is tired of the same old questions. Australia's favorite Thor chips in for his homeland, and Kevin Smith gives an update on Jay and Silent Bob reboot on the comic edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the comics edition of Multiverse Tonight, episode 59. Yes, that's right. We're just 10 episodes away from making a sex joke. Now, uh, I've been taking a few days off, had a consultation with a surgery with a surgeon for a hemorrhoidectomy. Uh, the less said about that, the better, but know that there there might be... You know, I might have to take a week, a week off from the podcast. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I went also went to see The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I had a review to that in the previous episode. And uh, I also sat down and read a couple of comics. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Aftermath number one. And Undiscovered Country number one. Uh, both from IDW. Now, I thought both were interesting enough to, you know, read the next issue. Undiscovered Country is a unique concept. Basically, uh, it's been like 20 years since the United States mainland walled itself off from the rest of the world. And a team has to enter the reclusive nation to find a cure for a plague that's going to cause basically the end of the world. You know, it's a very original concept. You know, I'd be interesting to see how uh, far this one goes. Now, uh, let's uh, go on with some DC comic news. Deathstroke's uh, ongoing comic book series is coming to an end, and it actually wasn't caused by poor sales. It was planned that way. Uh, The series is written by Christopher Priest, and it's changed Slade's role in the DC Universe, and saw him battle with the Teen Titans again. Now, the ending was planned by Priest and DC co-publisher and editor Dan DiDio. Priest told Newsarama, quote, The series is ending now because I went to DC publisher Dan DiDio and asked him to end the series with number 50. Sure, we could keep going, but that's not how the business works. Books launch hot, and then the numbers settle somewhere, with the occasional rarity of numbers going up. They usually settle in somewhere, numbers-wise, sure. We're not causing any problems for DC, But we're not setting the world on fire either, which ties up talents DC could redeploy elsewhere and get better numbers. Now, I didn't want the book to get cancelled at number 56 or number 62, so I said to Dan, let's plan it so it works into the publishing plan and budget and all that, and we end on our own terms. I was really happy he agreed, unquote. Well, I guess it's better to plan your ending than to have one forced upon you. Now, we are just weeks away from the release of Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, and uh, eagerly awaited and, and the eagerly anticipated DC Black Label's Birds of Prey one-shot from Brian Azzarello and Manuel Lup- Lupicino 
has been pushed back again. The special was originally going to arrive in stores at the end of January, but now it's not due in, in stores until March 4th, which will be, of course, after the movie comes out. Uh, no cause for this has been given. So, anyway, uh, going to the movie news for the DC Universe, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is in full production right now in Panama, and during the holiday break, he took time to answer some fan questions on Instagram. In answer to the question, can we expect big elaborate sets in Suicide Squad like the prison scene in Guardians of the Galaxy, he answered back, quote, The Suicide Squad will have by far the most and best, biggest practical sets of any movie I've ever worked on, unquote. He also talked about how much fun he's having making the movie and how great the crew of the, of the movie is. Now, the movie is due in theaters next year on August the 6th. So he has plenty of time to work on it. I wonder how big those sets are. Hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is getting tired of being asked about Joker again and again. During the Golden Globe Awards presentation, for which he won the award for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, he turned the question about his process for getting in character back on the interviewer. Quote, isn't this old news? I feel like I've talked about this for six months. I mean, I feel like I answered the questions. You want to hear a different version of it? Should I try and change it slightly, or what should I do? Unquote. He then went on to answer the question. So let me break this down for all of you who want to interview stars. Uh, ask different questions. Uh, ones that haven't been asked. Ask. Uh, find completely off-kilter questions. Dig into the performance that hasn't been talked about. Uh, you'd be surprised the amount of appreciation you get from from a celebrity if if you talk about a subject, you know, different than what they were expecting. You know. Anyway, the Critics' Choice Awards were handed out over the weekend. Yeah, there's lots lots of awards news. Trust me. A Joker actor, Joaquin Phoenix, took the Best Actor Award there for a Joker, and Joker also won the Best Score Award. Avengers Endgame took home the Best Visual Effects Award and the Best Action Movie. However, it didn't take the Best Sci-Fi Horror Award, which went to Us, the movie Us. Now, Toy Story 4, of course, beat out Frozen 2 and others uh, to take the Best Animated Feature. Now, on the TV side of the awards, Watchmen's Regina King got Best Actress in a Drama, and Jean Smart came away with Best Supporting Actress uh, for their uh, role in Watchmen. Now, there were plenty of other winners on the uh, list of winners, but uh, they're just not really related to what we, what we talk about. So just go and uh, click on the link in our show notes. Uh, it'll be on our website, multiversetonight.com. And uh, speaking of Joker and awards, the British Academy of Film and Television Awards, or BAFTA, nominations uh, were put out, and Joker has garnered 11 nominations, including Best Film, Best Leading Actor for Joaquin Phoenix, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Score, Best Casting, Best Cinematography, Best Editing, Best Production Design, Makeup and Hair and Sound, and uh, Avengers Endgame and The Rise of Skywalker, 
are up for special visual effects, and The Rise of Skywalker is also up for sound and original score. Frozen 2, Klaus, uh, Sean in the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, and Toy Story 4 are up for the animated BAFTA award. Now those awards will be handed out on Groundhog Day, February 2nd, at the Royal Albert Hall in London. The CW has made its fall schedule planning much, much easier, as it has renewed nearly every series it has. The network has renewed everything but Arrow, Supernatural, and 100, which are all ending this season. The only series that hasn't received a formal pickup to date is the Riverdale spinoff Katie Keene, which is set to premiere next month. However, it has already received its pickup for the additional 13 episodes. Mark Pedowitz, who has just been promoted to chairman and CEO of the CW, said, quote, These early orders for next season give our production teams a head start in plotting out story arcs and a jump on hiring staff. And this also provides us with a strong foundation of established fan-favorite CW shows to build on for next season. We've been thrilled with the creative direction of all three new series, and though we are in the very early stages of our new full-stack streaming strategy, which allows viewers to catch up on our new shows from the beginning, we're already seeing incredibly positive results from our multi-platform viewership for Nancy Drew and Batwoman." Unquote. However, there's uh, bad news if you only stream the network programs from Netflix. The CW's deal with the streamer has ended. Batwoman and Katie Keene will now stream on HBO Max starting next year, and Nancy Drew will be going to CBS All Access, and the rest of the shows will stay on Netflix for now. But expect that to change. Also, the CW is currently working on new shows for the 2020 fall season, including a Walker Texas Ranger remake, a Kung Fu reboot, a female-centered Arrow spin-off, and a sequel series to Dark Shadows, and that Superman and Lois series, which has been in the works for you know, a few weeks. Alright, some Marvel news. Doctor Strange 2 is now directionless. Director Scott Derrick has left the project due to creative differences with the studio, according to a report in Variety. The studio has uh, confirmed the exit, and he will remain, but he'll be, remain, be remain attached to the project as executive producer. The movie will begin production in May, and uh, there's not expected to be any delays in production. Now, the search for his replacement is currently underway. It's expected, the uh, movie is expected in theaters the first weekend of May 2021. Now, Disney Plus's WandaVision series will be coming sooner rather than later. This year. Yes, that's right. This year. The news came in a post on Disney Plus's Twitter during a video touting the slate of releases this year. Now, no word on when WandaVision will be coming, but, you know, I'm going to guess the fall. You know, prove me wrong, Marvel and Disney. You know, Australia is in, is in some pretty bad straits right now. A, lo- a big portion of the continent is uh, on fire right now. 16 million acres, in fact. Australian native Chris Hemsworth 
and his family are donating $1 million to Australian fire firefighters. He posted a video on social media, quote, Hi everyone, like you, I want to support the fight against the bushfires here in Australia. My family and I are contributing a million dollars. Hopefully you guys can chip in too. Every penny counts, so whatever you can muster up is greatly appreciated. I've put together links supporting firefighters, organizations, and charities who are working flat out to provide support during this devastating and challenging time. Beyond appreciative to everyone around the world for their well wishes and donations. It really does make a difference, so dig, dig, so dig deep. Love ya. Unquote. Now, if you're interested in donating yourself, Chris provided links to various agencies that would appreciate your donations. I'll have a link to his link in the show notes. Thor, Love and Thunder, might be getting some help from a former Batman. Christian Bale might be up for a role in the fourth Thor movie. No word on what role he might be up for, but it's going to be a substantial one. Let's keep in mind that this movie will see Natalie Portman's Jane Foster take up the mantle of Thor. Hmm. Perhaps it'll be Beta Ray Bill. Come on. Come on, Marvel. Make, make Beta Ray Bill a reality in the MCU. In comics news, Marvel's newest superhero hails from Michigan. Dearborn, Michigan, to be, be exact. The character, named Amulet, will be, was introduced via Detroit native Salin Ahmad's theater, uh, Twitter account, quote, I am thrilled to introduce you all to Marvel's new superhero, the mystical defender Amulet. He's Arab-American from Dearborn, Michigan, and was created by myself and at Sir Alphagy. Amulet, a.k.a. Fadi Fidela, will make his Marvel Universe debut in The Magnificent Ms. Marvel number 13, and will figure into next year's Outlawed event. Got some big plans for this guy. This one means a lot to me. Superhero comics help teach, to help teach me to read, and as an Arab American kid, I never quite saw myself in them. To be able to add a character with a name like mine that shares my heritage and my hometown to his pantheon? Whew. For those asking, he's Lebanese, unquote. Well, I, I'm very interested in saying this. I have loved the, the, the Ms. Marvel character. Now, uh, let's uh, go on to some geek news. Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is doing quite well. The director and man of many talents has revealed in the New Year's post that, quote, Settle down, folks. This will be a long one. 2019 was seriously one of the best years of my life, so many of my dreams came true this year, as well as a few big things too dazzling to even dare dream about, from the return of At Jane Silent Bob to having my career really cemented at the legendary Chinese theaters. Kirk, uh, clerks being accepted into the Library of Congress, 2019 kept giving and giving. So glad I didn't drop dead back in 2018 because I would have missed all the stuff I listed on my with my pick. Thank you to everyone who supported the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow Tour. We've made over 3 million bucks from our two at Phantom Event screenings and the 37 cities we've visited so far. Tour resumes January 10th in Oakland and another 25 cities throughout February 26th. Many thanks for powering my dopey dream of reopening the askew, 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 askew universe 
and making me and J and, and J Muse feel so welcomed in all of your towns and cities. It's going to it's going to be hard for 2020 to measure up to 2019, but I'm off to a fun start by writing stuff for Brody Bruce and company to say in the new script I'm calling Twilight of the Mallrats. The Clerks 3 script is also underway, so we'll see which flick will be first, uh, f the first film of the Roaring Twenties. But tonight, I end the year like I always do, standing on stage at the Hollywood Improv with Ralph Garman making babble until the ball drops. It was a decade that began badly with Cop Out and Too Fat to Fly, the Too Fat to Fly incident, the decade of the Red State tour at Tusk and at Yoga Hosers. It was the decade in which I almost died of a massive heart attack, and the decade where I went vegan and got down to my high school weight. Who knows what the next decade holds in store for us, but I'm ready to turn the page and find out. Happy New Year, my friends. Hashtag Kevin Smith, hashtag New Year's Eve, hashtag 2019. Unquote. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you that was a long post. You know, $3 million is, is pretty good, especially for Kevin Smith. And the fact that he's working on Mallrats 2 and Clerks 3, very groovy. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so happy to see that. The Oscar nominations are out, and The Joker is wild with 11 nominations. Now, let's go over the geeky ones. A Joker is up for Best Picture, but he's got stiff competition, including Ford vs. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, and 1917. Uh, Joker is also up for Adapted Screenplay, Costume Design, Sound Mixing, Film Editing, Makeup and Hairstyling, and Cinematography. Joker and Star Wars uh, Rise of the Skywalker are up for Sound Editing and Original Score. Joaquin Phoenix is up for Best Actor. Todd Phillips is up for Best Director for Joker. Now, the films up for Best Animated Film at the Oscars are How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, The Irishman, and 1917 are all up for Best Visual Effects. Mark Miller, Miller has announced that the third installment in his Jupiter's Legacy franchise Jupiter's, Jupiter's Requiem is on its way. Mark teased it on Twitter, sharing a photo of his computer screen where he is writing the script, with the caption "Jupiter's Circle is the past is in the past. Jupiter's Legacy is in the present. Jupiter's Requiem is in the future." Unquote. Now, not much could be gleaned from the photo except that the series will be ten issues long, and will have an opening scene that takes place fifty thousand years in the past. The artist is being kept top secret. Now, a TV adaptation of Jupiter's Legacy is currently in production at Netflix. Stephen Fry will be hosting a special on the BBC called Fantastic Beasts, A Natural History. The special will, quote, show the origins and stories of myth mythical creatures and the fantastical beasts from J.K. Rowling's stories and explore their history and connections with animals roaming the planet today. Unquote. It will be created and released in a partnership with Warner Brothers and London's Natural History Museum. Stephen Fry in a statement said, quote, I could not be more delighted to be a part of this magnificent opportunity for us muggles to show the wizarding world that the fantastic beasts in our world are more than a match for theirs. 
joining forces with the combined powers of the fabulous BBC, its legendary natural history unit, and the magical natural history museum, we hope to be able to bring you closer than you've ever been to some of the most spectacular and extraordinary creatures you've ever seen." Unquote. Now, there is no official release date for the special, and even the title is a work in progress. Stay tuned. And uh, speaking of science, IDW is teaming up with the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian will be lending its name and knowledge to a new series of graphic novels, picture books, and more. In a statement to the New York Times, Chris Ryle, IDW's president, publisher, and chief creative officer, said, quote, The most energizing thing about working with the Smithsonian creators, researchers, and zookeepers is that these are not just experts in their fields, they're storytellers. Together, we'll use the unique power of comics to entertain, inspire, and educate readers of all ages and about the wonders of history, science, technology, culture, and more. The unquote. This new line will launch in the fall. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Now, uh, be sure to check us out on our social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And uh, if you'd like to contribute some money, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to our uh, coffee or Patreon as well. And be sure to visit multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to our Public store, our show notes, and so much more. Now, if you're a subscriber, thank you. Thank you very much. Please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, double thanks. You know, please hit, the, hit that subscribe. You know, listen to us again. Leave us and, uh, you know, go to iTunes or wherever you can leave reviews. Leave reviews and uh, leave us with some feedback, you know, at, at our address. Let us know how, we're do how I'm doing, you know. I, I have no idea how good or bad I am unless you tell me. And uh, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just a couple of weeks with the sci-fi edition. Now, please, please, exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2019, uh, 2020. All rights reserved. the end of uh, another show you know I, I won't say this is the greatest episode ever because it's not I don't believe in that I just believe in cons consistency you know show up when you say you're going to show up put out an episode when you say you're going to put out an episode 
Anyway, uh, I have to go find something to eat. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. It's two o'clock. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to find something to eat, come back and edit these episodes, and uh, I'll see you later. Have a good time.